Broadcasting to the world, this is On Call with Chad McCall. With Chad McCall. In our show, we bring you inspiration, strategies, and insights on how to start, grow, and scale your business. It's drastically changed my life. The show is so informative, I just love it. It's honest. It's helped me grow as a person. Real talk about life, lifestyle, society, and living limitless. Learning from the top influencers across the world, along with industry experts, authorities for you to live your greatest life. It's time to level up. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Here's your host, best-selling author and mentor, Chad McCall. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of On Call with Chad McCall, where every episode I bring an expert and industry leader on the line to share a breakthrough and give advice for your life and your business. My unscripted and never rehearsed conversations bring you right into those conversations that seven, eight, and nine-figure entrepreneurs are having on a daily basis. Today, I'm calling Manny Wolf, a fellow speaker, business coach, author, and a musician. I'm really careful who I keep in my circle these days, just as each of you listening should also be cautious. Manny's a person that I've watched, followed, and interacted with for a while now, and I know he brings value to anyone that is turning their passion into their business. He trains other coaches, experts, and entrepreneurs all over the world with a simple process that he calls the client creation method. You are the visionary for your business, and how you deliver your message with power, passion, persuasion, and precision is vital to your long-term success. So are you ready? Hang tight. Well, I give Manny Wolf a call. Hello. Manny. Chad. How are you, brother? What's going on, man? Are you changing lives today? Tell us how the weather is out there. Where are you right now? <laughs> Northern California. Weather is gorgeous. It's really nice. Uh, that's why we're famous out here for our weather. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm trying to change lives every day. I'm trying to change lives every day. Well, that's great, man. I gave you a little intro here about your background and why I wanted you on here talking today with the listeners is just really to, let's just talk about how seven, eight figure, nine figure conversations are happening all the time out there in the business world as you're helping people. And you created something, the client creation method. I want to talk a little about that and how you're helping entrepreneurs because a lot of the listeners right now, Manny, are just rebounding after 2020. Things have changed. 2021 is like a rebirth for a lot of people, but it's also like a start over, mm -hmm. you know, and some people are pivoting. Yep. So talk a little bit about where Manny came from and where you came up with this concept and how you're helping people right now in 2021. Yeah, man. Um, in, I mean, 2020 for me was just everything you just said. <clears throat> it was exactly like you just said. It was a big pivot. It was a big sort of like go inside, you know, inside myself, not just physically in the house, but I did that too. Um, and, and really kind of reevaluate. I, I, I feel like the word pivot has been a little overused, but it's accurate. Um, my whole thing is helping you to get more clients. At the end of the day, that's what I do. And now I've done that through um, teaching people how to be good speakers, teaching people how to tell their story in a certain way, uh, like, you know, creating a signature talk, which then went on to become uh, a really good process for writing a memoir. Like, but 
during 2020, I realized what all these things I've done have in common is they're, they're really meant to get you more notoriety, you know, through a bigger audience. So you get more clients, you get more business, right? And that's kind of fueled by this, this assumption. I think it's, it's pretty true that like, there are so many people that really want to help others. We really, we have the audacity to feel like I've got something to give. And and that's a big deal. It's a big deal to be able to step into the idea that maybe you've got a skill that can help others. And that's what all the coaching world is really about. Um, and so I wanted to be a part of that. Prior to 2020 hitting us like a, just like a, a sucker punch, I was primarily focused on getting people booked to speak, helping them be better speakers um, and all that stuff. But along the way, I had figured out some pretty good organic marketing strategies because I got so turned off like so many people do by the world of marketing and the guru culture and all that stuff. Um, I found it to be predatory. I still find it to be predatory. I find it to be dishonest in many, many cases. Um, and, and obviously, Chad, I'm not talking about everyone out there doing it. But by and large, you know, there's a lot of uh, what there is, is there's a lot of a sales culture disguised as a service culture. That's a good way to put it right there, Manny. I, I love that. And you might listen to that. It's sales, you know, that the it, it, it disguise. I like that word when you use that. Something disguised. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I went through being sort of chewed up and spit out by a lot of those hyped up promises and all the stuff that we all know about. And I, and I sort of just started to say to myself, like, do I want to stay in this industry? And the answer was yes. And then the next thing was, I've got to figure out how to attract clients, you know? And so when 2020 came upon us, uh, speaking shut down overnight, as I'm sure you know, uh, speaking just shut down. And so it was like, okay, time to pivot. What am I doing here? Um, and I started with this uh, uh, daily live interview series that I called um, the Quarantine All-Stars. <laughs> it, was, it was learn from the best on house arrest. <laughs> and so I just started interviewing all of my people in my circle who had real skills they could share with people. It was, uh, it was and I did like, I did about 131 consecutive episodes. And so it was just this massive push of give back, give back, give back, try to support. And in that sort of shift from how do I get clients? How do I get clients to how can I just how can I just be supporting as many people as possible right now? Um, what we what I now call the client creation method sort of started to take shape. And that was um, a revamp and a and a. Um, uh, a, a bigger build out of an earlier system I had that I used to call the uh, coach's branding blueprint. And it was just a, it's a way to, um, a way to achieve five key things that all marketing has in it. And it's a way to do it with the highest level of integrity that I can bring, you know? And um, so here's the five things because Anybody in their right mind would want to know those at this point. You have to have audience. You have to have attention. You have to have interest. You have to have desire. And you have to have action. 
in that in that order. And um, with these five things, there are a million ways that you can that you can sort of create each of these. But in order to show up in the digital space, bring clients to you, you got to have those five. And that's what that's what marketing really is. And then it's just about how do you implement them. And so, you know, in the 131 days or whatever it was where I was like just interviewing an expert every single morning, I'm not going to lie to you. My own skill level and, and perception level and everything, you know, that was like a that was like me going through a master class. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and I just started to like really gel this idea that like, man, you can you can pull clients right off of social media, which a lot of us know that's not a big mystery. You can do it in a way that doesn't require you to be fake or hyperbolic. Um, and you can do it in a way that here's the, here's the thing that I th personally think is the coolest. My biggest revelation at that during that time was open, don't close. And I'm talking about sales. Uh, because I hate sales. I myself, bro, I just hate sales, man. <laughs> Still to this day, I um, people sometimes tell me, you're such a good salesman. And I'm like, what? The reason that I'm perceived to be a good salesman is because I spend a ton of time, a ton of effort, and a ton of bandwidth opening, which is to say earning trust, right? Setting the stage uh, with no ask, no expectation. 80% of my efforts are there. 15%, 18% of my efforts are in uh, delivering the value and the content to the people I have. And then maybe two to 3% is actually in this idea of closing. Uh, and so I wanted to sort of formalize that. I wanted to say, how can I, how can I create a, something that will help other people? Because I know that most, what I would call heart-centered coaches you know, and you can be, by the way, you can be an accountant and be a heart-centered coach. I want to be clear on that. You don't have to be woo-woo and crystals. It's just somebody who's here because they really feel like I have the audacity to hang my shingle and go into business because I think I can help you. That to me is heart-centered. And those people don't like sales, man. They don't dig it by and large. And so, uh, the idea started taking shape of, well, if you spend enough time opening with people or earning their trust, um, and you're the one person adding value to them in a sea of people who are just like baby birds with their mouths open, um, you're going to differentiate yourself, right? You're going you're gonna to stand apart from the crowd. And if I can get you to trust me before long before I've made you an offer, then taking you through that what's called the, the uh, prospect journey or the client journey is so much easier. And that's what I'm teaching now. And Mandy, you do it in a way which I don't know if the listeners are paying attention to this. And what I've liked about watching and following and interacting with you mm -hmm. is the authenticity. It's you're not like all sunshine and rainbows type stuff. <laughs> you know, like you're not going to go out there and say, oh, you know, you just flip the switch. It's business in a box. Like, oh, anybody can do it. Just duplicate. Like, you know, everybody can be a speaker. Everybody can be a coach or everybody can be. I mean, there's a lot of things in us. We all have the same brain. Like it's, it's a brain. It's, you know, I guess we work it out, right. If it's a muscle or whatever, but you can develop that and you can develop the skills. You can deliver your skills in a way, but you do it in a way that's so authentic 
compared to a lot of other people out there that are almost like overnight, you know, branded successes, but without the credibility, without the, the successes that follow them. If you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people that are instant gurus, you know, since the pandemic yeah. came around, they're like, what, what? Yeah. we've been at this game for 20 plus years, each type stuff. And we're like, you know, we've made it through numerous like ups, downs, businesses, partners, well, you name it. Like, and there's a lot of people that they're just really good at marketing. And sometimes other people can get caught up in the power of marketing versus the power of authenticity. And then you talked about, you know, branding and there's things that you were teaching, like the memoir side, the speaking and that branding. It The way you were talking about that in the beginning, everyone that's listening, you were talking about authentic awareness as well. I don't know why that came to me, but you're letting, you're authentic, but you're also letting people know how to create awareness about themselves to where they're not having to oversell themselves. Cause you don't like sales cause you don't have to sell it. It's like, I'm authentic enough. That's selling for me. That's why you're good at it. You know, you've, you talk about branding and speaking and memoirs and you're letting people aware of your world and what you do, why you're good at it. And it's creating, you know, that off. I mean, it's, it's authentic and it creates more sales and people need to hone in on that. When you're listening to Manny today, please pay attention to you. Well, I really appreciate that sincerely because that was like a big question that I wrestled with for, for a long time. In fact, I remember um, working on working on a live event with a, a, a friend of mine who was going to come over. She did come over from Australia to do a live event here. She set the whole thing up. She wanted to break into the U.S. market. She invited me to help her. And... Um, she had written a sales page that struck me as particularly clear and honest, you know? And at that point I hadn't seen any sales pages that didn't sound like PT Barnum, ridiculous hyperbole. And so I remember asking her, um, do you think that, that it would be possible to do marketing like as a, as a discipline where we just told the truth and, and it was on us to tell the truth in a way that was persuasive you know? And she said, I don't know. <laughs> She's like, she literally was like, I'd like to think so, but I don't know. And that kind of stuck in my craw. And it became something that uh, turned into a value and then a principle and then, you know, a mission. Um, is it possible to do it in a way that is true attraction-based marketing, you know? And so for you to say that, uh, having having been watching me and interacting with me, that, that means a lot because that's my goal. I mean, you literally nailed what my goal is in terms of my personal brand and how I show up in the space. Um, I, I recently re, re, uh, refined my personal sort of position statement into three words, and that's truth over profits. And so when you say that to me, man, I like it. <laughs> Good. Well, it, 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 it comes across too in, in the sound, you know, and like, these are calls that I make. These aren't like video zooms for a reason, because I feel there's so much power in the sound of someone. Cause it's almost like in presentations at seminars, you have a different vibe from, you know, and being on stage and people seeing and interacting. But then when you tone it down and you go just to listening and just to auditory, um, it really changes the, the thought process of a, of a person like you listeners that are paying attention to this right now, you can't see me and Manny interacting, but you can hear us. 
And that's how you get into the really listing, be that fly on the wall of big high level conversations about the things that we talk about. Like this is what's so important. A lot of times people in Manny tell me, I don't have access to the resources that, you know, the seven and eight figure, nine figure earners, and these business owners that are doing this and you're speaking on stages. I can't do that. Or I can't learn from it. I don't have money to join these high level programs. I'm like, you got access to hear the conversations that high level players have. You got access to the books, you know, that's our stories. Like you talked, you said memoir earlier. That's what, I mean, I haven't heard the word memoir in a long time and it just resonated with me because that's about the, you know, that that's the story. That's the, what are the, where it was created, how things were formed. When you say, when I hear that word memoir, and everybody has one, right. They just choose to not put it on paper sometimes, which they should, because a lot of times I don't think people will realize how interesting that they really are until they start to do that, which is good. And then they, get out of their shell and they start to learn, Hey, I, I can do this. I, I am what I said I am. And then that confidence that comes by their authenticity and putting it out there, they can become great right now in this time, even though there's a lot of negativity out there. We all started at the point where everyone is right now, Manny, right? You and I both, we're, we're not anything different. We started a hundred percent, man. I think that's a really, um, when you bring up the topic of people feeling like they can't access the same resources as, uh, you know, your seven, eight, nine figure folks. Um, that's a really important point to know that, especially since the advent of first, the internet and second social media, more people than ever have started from nothing, you know, from super, super low and, uh, and got up into those, those lofty realms of success there's a path. The thing that the thing that you, the listener who's, who feels that way may not understand is that path is hard. You know, it's easy to get sort of blinded by the lights of all the people who are either legitimately having made it and, and flexing or not even having made it, been fake flexing. And I was just talking about this yesterday, right? There's, there's two levels of, of, communication transmission that happen every time people are talking or every time you see a written post or a meme or anything, there's the literal transmission of what's being said. And we could use like um, the whole raging mask debate of 2020, right? There's the literal conversation that's being had, masks do or might or stand a chance of helping us versus masks are insane. They're they're the, you know, uh, an infringement of our rights all the way to the most kind of far reaching corner, which is they're conditioning us not to see each other's faces and all that sort of really scary Orwellian stuff. Um, but here's the thing. We don't, tr we can't keep all the literal transmission in our minds. It's too much. And so then there's the implied transmission, which is either masks are good because <laughs> it's emotional. It's not intellectual now. Masks are bad. And so what happens with uh, the success journey is when we see all the people talking about success, we can't keep all of the specific details in our heads. And so what happens is we get uh, we just retain the implied message, which is success is easy. And then there's another implied message under that, which is I must suck because it's not happening for me. You see what I'm saying? And, and that's some that's some Jedi level 
shit right there. <laughs> you know, that, that's you know, it's a great way to, I mean, to just take a view of what we go through. And plus a lot of the listeners, may think they're at a point in their life where they're starting something. They're taking their passion and maybe going to go a business with it because they have to. Then there's some that are going to take that passion and create a business because they want to. And they're at that point right now. A lot of my listeners are experts in that and they know it, but it's just never been the primary source. They've been a little scared sometimes to go out there on a limb and do it. And I know you've worked with all aspects of business owners from speakers to different industries to, you know, online, you know, to course creators and, you know, membership content, all that. But, you know, what is one piece of advice that you could give those people that are turning that, taking that passion and trying to make it their business? What would you say? Just one. I mean, this is, this is what I soapbox about. You know, this is my, <laughs> I think that really, this is my passion. I, I am sort of the reluctant marketing guy. I, I do ostensibly teach marketing, but my thing is like, I really want to be able to support those who are audacious enough to say, I'm going to try this because I know what the process is like. So if I was just to really reduce it down to one thing that I would hope somebody would latch on to, and it would be like their, their inspiration, I would say, you got to really be aware of your own mind and the ways that it will try to sabotage you from moving forward. Just like this idea I just gave about like the literal transmission of communication and the, and the implied one. The implied one sticks with us, and then we formulate all kinds of opinions based on it, never being aware that that was the process, that we're, that we're making our decisions based on these, these just emotional assumptions. And look, it's hard and it's meant to be hard. Okay, it's supposed to be. But I, I think about Kevin Hart and he's like, this is a game. It doesn't mean it's always fun. It doesn't mean it's always easy, but it's a game. You know, and he said, my job is to train my brain to look at every challenge and every problem and everything that comes down the pike at me as a game. How do I win it? What do I do? I think if you could adopt that, then, and take a sort of, even when things get hard, try to condition yourself to have a lighthearted kind of like, I'm up for this challenge, kind of a mentality, kind of a mindset. Then, um, then everything becomes easier. What's interesting, man, when you said that, I was thinking the whole time when I said, what's the one thing? I was very curious of what you were going to say. And when I started it, I was like, you focused on your mind. If there's anything I can tell to turn your passion to business, it's your mindset. Now, there's a lot of other people I've interviewed, Manny, in my years, and it's kind of interesting. Few talk about mindset. Very few do that first. You know, they talk about train, educate, you know, do these other things. But you, you've got a passion. So you've already done a lot of the things in that. That's why you love it. If you're a life coach or you've been, if you have experiences that you're wanting to share, you just, you just hit on it. Like, don't, don't forget about your mind. It can sabotage you because of other experiences, which is really good. Any entrepreneur that's that's new at it, or if you've been in a business, side hustling, whatever, and switching to another thing, the mind's still an amazing thing that it can, you know, it's there, 
but it really does affect us in so many ways. Even at the higher levels, even seven and eight, nine figure business owners, we still have our minds to think about um, every day when we make our decisions. Hundred percent, man. Now, did you just chat with John Asaraf recently? I did. Yes. <laughs> He's he he's the mind man. He's the brain. He's the mind guy, you know, <laughs> um, and I'm sure that he would have a very articulated science backed way of saying this, but he'd agree with us. Yeah, I, he is. And it's interesting. Like this season, I just kicked off the third season. It really is not by not even planning it. It's moved into some mindset. You know, maybe it's 2021 or something. It's in the moon stars or whatever. I don't know, but it's really moving into that. So, one thing I wanted to hit on. Uh, I know I've kept you for a long time, man, but you said something, and because I follow you, man, I watch you. I, I mean, anybody I bring on, I, I know what they're about. I, I feel that they got to jail with me too. And you said something that really I love. You said there's no replacement for consistent action. You remember that we just said it. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm always, always saying that. To everyone listening, I love, that is my favorite thing that you've posted and uh, you know, said in a while, but explain what that meant to you. Uh, I, I, I work with and have worked with uh, literally hundreds of people now, um, possibly, possibly getting close to the thousand mark, like a lot of people. Speaking of mindset and speaking of consistency, they're they're kissing cousins, by the way. Consistency doesn't happen absent the right mindset. It doesn't. You're never going to have a bad mindset and be consistent. So let's just be clear about that. Um, you know, on a technical level, one of the things I teach people in terms of how to get more clients is you've got to create video content. I'm a big, big proponent of video content. And there's a lot more to it than that. But basically... The main place that people stop, that people let themselves get self-sabotaged, is in making video content. And here's the part that kills me. They will, uh, they will say to me, I've got this mission. You know, I went through this incredible, unbelievable, often traumatic uh, lifestyle. And I came out with this deep understanding. And I really believe this can serve people. I want to be the one candle that lights 10,000, you know. And on this huge mission, right? And then I say, okay, well, here's what you got to do, right? There's only one way to get in front of a big audience like that uh, in the digital age and in social media, and that's content. And your content should be video because it's favored, plain and simple. It gets more reach. And they'll come up with the tiniest, stupidest, most ridiculous excuses why they can't make content. And so I'm saying... Over and over again, I'm saying, let me get this straight. You said you've got a mission. To me, a mission is a big thing. You've got, you've got 40 years of life left, and you need to impact 50,000 people. You won't make a video? You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and it's so fascinating to me how we let the littlest things stop us from our biggest ambitions. You got it. I always tell people too, man, I was like, you won't blank, but you won't do blank. What will you do if that's what you really want? Yeah. And so consistency is about, it's obviously what it is on the surface. It means repetition, you know, yeah. consistent repetition, but consistency 
requires a shift in mindset because consistency is always something that your natural principle of trying to conserve energy is going to push against, right? We have, we have natural, it's built into us to try to conserve energy. It takes a lot of energy to get into a new thing. We call it bandwidth, but it's energy. It takes a lot of energy to get into a new habit. It takes a lot of bandwidth. It takes a lot of focus. And so consistency has a mindset dimension to it where it's like you've got to get over this hurdle. Now go back and look at my videos from three and four years ago and they're garbage. They're horrible. The lighting's Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. And they should be, right, Manny? Honestly, they really should be bad because you're never going to like the old version of yourself like that, right? You know what I mean? Like you got you that's what it's your like a benchmark that's where it was and look where you are now that's where the transformation is like holy cow look at the consistency and what it can do for you the transformation happens through consistency and the version of you that you are right now today will not impact the 50,000 people the million people it won't but the version of you that you are right now today can build the new versions of you that can reach those, those goals. Boom. Awesome. <laughs> Manny, that's what I like to hear right there. Listeners, hopefully you paid attention to that. We could talk for so long. I mean, I, I mean we could talk for hours about all kinds of stuff. I'm going to have you back on and we're going we're gonna to have other topics that I'm going to be bringing you on talking about too, man. Tell my listeners how they can follow you, get engaged. Um, I know you got some awesome groups. Like tell us, What's the best way to find Manny? The best way to find me is to come into my Facebook group. I will provide a link to Chad. Chad will provide the link to you. And uh, that's the best way. It's a free group. It's called Organic Marketing Secrets Revealed. It's about 70% marketing stuff, 30% mindset, because you can't do one without the other. And it's where I give away my best stuff for free. I love it. Listeners, you have to be part of this. You know, get be a fly on the wall. Even if you're just a spectator, just be in the groups that can provide value. And I know you provide value, Manny, in everything you do. It's your passion. I can, you can feel it. I can hear it. I know you do it. And so uh, I want to make sure that everybody makes sure that they follow you on Facebook, Manny Wolf, and then make sure they get into your group. Thanks so much for your time. But I'm not letting you go yet, Manny. My top three. Are you ready? All right. What do we got? First one. What was the last song you were listening to today? I haven't heard any songs today. That's crazy. Wow, I wouldn't have never even realized that. Uh, What's your pet's name? Pogo, Rufus, and Arlo. Last one. What's your favorite movie? Fight Club. Manny, thanks so much for spending time with us today. I really appreciate it. Listeners, make sure you're following Manny Wolf. Been a great hangout with you, bro. Till the next time, Manny, don't forget, you're always on call, brother. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and remember friends, you are always on call.